0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Aliens Fire Team Elite Pro Player at Gary Widde.
1: I'm ready, man. I'm ready
0: to get it on. Gary, do we want to talk about your obsession with aliens? Because you were just talking about this beforehand. Of course, you played Xbox with me, Mike, uh, Kevin last night. Then this morning, you signed on here. You're, you're talking to us while you buy the game again on Steam and then get all the DLC for it. You seem like you're, you've are you gone around the bend on this alien business.
1: I don't know if I'm obsessed with it, but I do uh, really like it. I've had a, I had a couple of really fun sessions playing with you um, and Kevin. Uh, you, me, Kevin, and Snowbite were all playing in a different rotation kevin raised an interesting question last night why they went with a three-player squad instead of four like all four of us couldn't play together most of these games left for dead back for blood uh world war z have a four-player squad for whatever reason they went with three i don't know i'd actually be interested to ask the developers why they chose to do it that way but to you but to your to your point no i'm I'm not obsessed with it i'm really enjoying it right now i think it's one of those it's not a big game it's a 40 dollar game it's probably you know good for like a few weeks of fun they have a horde mode on the back end of the campaign that you know you could you could replay endlessly i guess if you're still enjoying it but you know for what you know while it's while it's the thing while it's the new game um i'm enjoying it and yeah i did have to get it again on steam because there's no cross play come on 2021 there's no No. excuse where's the cross play all the games should have cross play uh but no i am i am really enjoying it we we were talking again last night uh greg about how well it captures that james cameron movie vibe you know
0: yeah and it does a great job of that
1: can you believe by the way i nearly went off on one because Snowbite was like do you think this captures the the movie vibe very well i'm like oh yeah don't you said, like, "Well, i'm asking because i've never seen the movie i'm like what as if you never seen aliens he said he said should i should i watch alien and aliens i'm like you've never seen alien or aliens he says no i've seen prometheus and alien versus predator i'm like what the fuck
2: I mean, that's classic Mike. We joke about, like, uh, Nick Scarpino's, like, bad movie taste. But I, I really do think that one Mike Howard has taken the gold when it comes to just loving the worst movies and not watching any good movies. But it's the well, thing, you
0: know, this comes up the same way when uh, Blessing, was
2: talking, Blessing and Janet were talking
0: on Twitter after one of the many beatdowns they got for not having played Mass Effect, where they were like, listen. We were children when Mass Effect came out. And that was the thing, Gary, of that gut check moment where like you've had it for years, where you talk to me and you're like, Oh man, I, Gary Whitta, am old. Greg is young. Now I'm having it where I talk to these kids and I'm like, oh man, I, Greg Miller, am old. Like these kids, I
1: I hate to be a movie snob, but you know, I grew up loving movies and now movies in my business. So, you know, I'm into movies. And when people I, you know, otherwise like and respect, people that I love like Snowbike Mike. Tell me that they've never seen like a bunch of like stone cold banger classic movies that sure. surely everyone should have seen like Alien and Aliens. I just you know I just my my, my head popped a little bit. You saying said, this we, kid
0: hadn't seen Roadhouse until I made him watch Roadhouse. Oh my god,
1: be nice, Greg. Be nice.
0: Be nice. Exactly. I
1: told I told I told him that uh, both and both of them are on Amazon, so he could do a he, sh- he should do a Twitch watch party you with should. those.
0: And maybe he but will movies. on 80s Action Night. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, even though it's me and Gary, which is your most BSing of BS kind of funny games daily cruise, there's no time to waste. If you didn't know, we're recording this episode live because at 10 a.m. it is the Xbox Gamescom Showcase hosted by the XCast and Gamertag radios. Paris, Lily, we're very excited for that. But well, that means we are on a time crunch to get this news into you before the Xbox drops their news. Destiny's happening at the same time. I digress. We're going to get into all that and more because this is kind of funny games. Daily, each and every weekday, on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames, where you can write in with your questions, your comments, your concerns, everything under the daily video game sun to be part of the show, including your squad up requests. Plus, on Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames, you could get the show ad free. You could get it with the exclusive post show we do, and you could be having a good time all the time because that's what it's about. You get all those benefits for Gamescast too. You can watch live, yada 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 yada.
1: Uh, however that's my favorite it's my favorite quote from the end of spinal tap. I can't remember who he's talking to, one of the, one of the guys in the band, and he says, "What is it you've learned from your career in rock and roll? Like what's the one piece of wisdom yeah. that you would impart?" And he just says, "Have a really good time all of the time."
0: yep yep it's, like, it's what, not, what,
1: what could be, what could be more wise than just that? just
0: commit to it and you can do it uh if you want to watch live as we record it for free you can twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday uh, housekeeping for you I already told you the big one Xbox gamescom showcases up right after that that means you if you are watching live stick around and watch it with us we'll talk over it if you go somewhere else and you want to watch it later, YouTube.com/slash/kindoffunnygames reactions will go up there. After that, the post show will be alive. Kind of funny Xcast, your Xcast for the week, so you can come over there see Snowbike Mike and the crew talking and chatting it up right afterwards. That then that'll go up on YouTube.com/slash/kindoffunnygames podcast services around the globe under the Xcast banner. <gasps> Thank you to our Patreon producer Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by DoorDash away and Amazon Music, but someone will tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper
2: Report. Told
0: for th- some th- news. Th- Five th- th- items th- th- on the Roper Report. Uz A bigger pik- dozen. Now, as I said earlier, Xbox, XCOM, or no, not XCOM, Xbox, Gamescom. You put them together, XCOM. Happening right after this, Gary. But believe it or not, right now, as we are live, Destiny 2 is talking about all the crazy stuff that's coming to Destiny 2, right? I'm letting that stack up so that when we get there, Gary, we're out of time, we can bullet point it, and you and I don't have to act like we actually yeah, know about Yeah, because you and I
1: Destiny. are in no position to talk from an informed perspective on Get the on fuck Destiny. out of here. You know what I mean?
0: I, I, I wish you lot- well, Luke. I love you. Go have a great time at, at Destiny Players. We'll, talk, we'll, I did we'll see a you lot updated.
1: Of, I did see a lot of Destiny chatter in my Twitter feed this morning, and if you're Fran Mirabella or Paris great. Lily or any of these people that uh, are really into Destiny, it's a, a presumably a good day for you uh but I yeah i for I, people like paris because fran at least plays
0: avengers so he knows what a real games as a service is but paris he doesn't know you know wow he thinks this destiny makes wow. the future Fra- I,
1: I, I gotta say a friend loves his destiny and you, know, you, you check out twitch at like one o'clock yeah. in the morning he's there racking up uh you, I, know, where, you rack up in destiny i don't know what the fuck you do in destiny but he's <laughs> doing it
0: as i'm a <laughs> platinum in destiny too i do love destiny as a thing but it's just so intimidated to even think about going back to do it. But like I said, we'll catch you up in there. But instead, we'll start with news that I find more interesting. Number one on the Roper Report, WWE and 2K are apparently fighting amongst themselves. We go to Michael Straw over at Sports Gamers Online. It was revealed on Saturday evening during WWE's SummerSlam event that 2K Sports made the decision to delay WWE 2K22 until March 22. uh, 2022. Uh, The decision uh, has seen mixed reactions from fans across the internet, but that's not the only place having issues with the delay speaking with multiple sources at 2k sports developer visual concepts and beyond there have been quite a few high level decisions causing concern among the team SGO has learned that there's been infighting regarding the direction of the game. 2K Sports and WWE have been going back and forth on pushing back WWE 2K22 since almost immediately after the game was announced. Most of those within WWE wanted the game to release in its normal Survivor Series window. If you're not a WWE fan, that's around Thanksgiving, the November time frame of this year when you would traditionally see a wrestling game uh, release. This is Greg editorializing, by the way. Now, of course, it's pushed to March, as they've said. Another Greg editorializing. Let's see if it actually hits there. Back to the report. Those from 2K Sports and Visual Concepts, on the other hand, pushed hard for, the, for a delay on the launch one of the reasons given to us was the sheer amount of releases over the past year what they mean there of course is people being released from wwe people being fired from wwe even they can't be fired because you're an independent contractor which doesn't make any sense but i digress back to the article the team has been working on scanning wrestlers and building new character models pretty much from the ground up well a number of superstars built were on the release list one source even said quote this is shaping up to be the most outdated roster a game has seen End quote the game is expected to include a large amount of wrestlers no longer with WWE, but the March release window now gives them time to adjust with removing wrestlers and adding any new ones WWE might want. The roster cuts aren't just the only point of contention between the parties. Uh, with the miser- miserable releases, oh, I'm sorry, with the miserable release that was WWE 2K20, WWE has wow. apparently uh, been more difficult to deal with during the development cycle. WWE has made it known that they want a better product this time around. Despite still making record profits, the largest wrestling company in the world lost quite a bit due to the poor launch and reception surrounding WWE 2K20. Things got really bad when it reached the point where refunds were starting to be issued. There was a lot of talk of whether it may be time for a split between the parties. 2K Sports has been the publisher of WWE video games since taking over from THQ in 2013 as part of the former studio uh, the, of the former studio's closure. However, after years of working with Yukes, the developer on the series, Visual Concepts took over solely for WWE 2K20. Fast forward to early 2020, while uh, WWE and two, Take-Two Interactive, the parent company of 2K Sports, were having multiple meetings over the future, the Stanford-based uh, company did hang other publishers out as far as future partners now Gary lots of words here and I'll explain why I put it in here and again yeah this that's destiny stuff build up so we can actually give you that news right but one of the things is WWE 2k22 has been getting talked a lot about in games daily especially with me as a wrestling game fan and it's been this conversation that a couple weeks ago we had the article that was, hey, uh, from VGC, this is actually shaping up uh, and it seems like it's going to be really good. The engine's built from the ground up. Somebody is impressed with it. And it was one of those, well, if you're getting that early of a report, it's probably somebody who's working on the game. Then you jump to this weekend when they were like, you know what? Here you go. It's coming in March, which is a abnormal move for a WWE game. That's not when they usually launch. And then here... Again, you can take this entire article with a grain of salt. Personally, and this, and not that I'm like the end-all be-all of anything, I've never heard of sports gamers online. That's not surprising that I wouldn't know a niche site that is dedicated to something like this. But what one of the reasons I wanted to put this out there is to follow up on the news we've already done about WWE 2K22 to talk about the fact that uh, it's delayed and then also the fact that I believe all of this. Like, I believe that these are conversations happening. WWE cannot be happy with how WWE 2K20 was a huge black eye for them. The fact that they didn't put out a WWE 2K21. And then the fact that, yeah, WWE 2K22 is falling behind, is delayed. And then, yes, this whole thing about releases, for sure. And I don't agree with the articles uh, thing here from Michael Strawn. Now, granted, Michael's uh, talking to unnamed sources, he says, but he's saying that, with this delay they're going to be able to put newer wrestlers in i highly doubt that seeing as how long it takes so long to build a wrestler and if they were able to turn stuff around and put them in that way i would worry about the quality of it
1: let me ask you this greg yeah i know you're, you're far more of an expert on this than i am both in in terms of wrestling in general and the world of wrestling video games mm-hmm. 2k has had the wwe license for quite a long time right correct since uh, they got it
0: from thq in 2013
1: do you think overall they have been a good steward of that franchise this so oof,
0: man you put me into a position there right because i never <laughs> want to talk shit about anybody here's what i here's where i'll start with with this conversation gary when and if you're a newer kind of funny fan or don't know or something like that right first off i was raised on wrestling video games they were that was like one of my passions right but then at yeah. IGN, i reviewed the wwe series uh smackdown and then into the 2k stuff right i re- i reviewed those for years over at IG. i guess they were always 2k when i was doing it right doesn't matter No, there was, I'm sorry, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, I was doing the SmackDown and then they became the 2K because I was doing THQ. And so when, as somebody who is a student of the game, who was critiquing these things year after year, who like you knew knew them inside and out, knew the additions and the changes to the reversal systems and stuff like that. When THQ was going out of business, I remember leaning back and going, man, this sucks obviously for the people who are going to lose their jobs and things like that. But this is probably the best thing that could happen for the WWE video game brand. Because at that point, THQ and the WWE series was king of the mountain. And so it was this. There's nobody challenging the throne. They are doing exactly what people hate about Madden, right? Where, you okay, cool. Nine months later, you get a roster refresh, and they've tweaked this thing that wasn't broken. They tried to fix this thing. It still isn't. Nobody's making it like no mercy. Nobody's happy that way. And instead, what happened is, and again, this makes me sound very callous, and I don't mean it that way. But what happened is, of course, 2K got the license. and 2K brought over pretty much everybody. So for all intents and purposes, you know, the SmackDown Raw thing we were getting before just became 2K. And so have they been a good steward of it? I would say overall, yes, right? This goes back to what we're always talking about, Gary, right? Video games are a business. And year after year after year, WWE fans buy WWE, 2K, whatever it is they just do they go out and they buy it right and so that
1: doesn't mean it's good though right people go out and buy that every year see, but see, they see, still see, complain see, about, see, about let
0: it let me finish my point let me finish my point all right they go out and buy it so they have the financial receipts to say that hey people want want the game this way hey wrestling is who is the who is the number 1 superstar now who who are the mid carders that are coming up who are the new personalities who are the new moves who are the new entrances they're mm-hmm. delivering that and they're delivering it in a way that is Hey, we are giving you photorealistic things, right? Like and and I just removing a specific game but drawing from the hat of 2K games you've seen, right? There are definitely times where I was reviewing them still at IGN and it would be that thing of like, man, they removed the hud this year, they've done all this different stuff. It looks like I'm watching the real program, right? And so I'm not going to sit here and say that that they've been bad to the brand. I think they've tried to deliver what the brand wants. Personally, uh, from everything I've ever heard from every wrestler or every inside the WWE doesn't seem to be the easiest to work with. So I'm sure that it, it like to get even more into the weeds of this, right? I'm sure that the people at 2k making this game would love, and this is general, not right now. I'm talking about visual concepts would love multiple years to work on a WWE game. Right. And they don't get it. They get the nine months. They do the best they can. They do the same thing Madden does where it's like, you're working on this one game, but you know, in two years you're putting this system into the game and it's going to be great in the same breath. Like, The Ukes people that had been working on the WWE games up until WWE 2K20, right? The whole reason they left was that WWE doesn't want to, they're not letting us iterate. We're not getting to actually push this thing the way we want to push it. So we're going to go leave and we're going to go now work on this AEW game. 2K has done a business job of being good caretakers, of delivering the product people want for the most part, doing this thing, people buy it. So what are they doing? I don't think they've done a great job of what, the wrestling fan wants and that was one of the things that you know before any of this happened when i was definitely saying take it with a grain of salt and chris scullion from vgc was reporting on this and saying that you know what the word is on wwe 2k 22 is this is a wrestling games a wrestling fans wrestling yeah, so game.
1: okay so let, let me phrase the question in a, in a different way sure. that kind of takes the business part of it out of it I, as a fan of wrestling games are you satisfied with what 2k has been delivering the past few years absolutely not okay that that's that's where i was i was trying to I hear
0: you. But you understand my, I, I, you know, I, I'm more than just, you know, Joe Blow and GameStop. I want to make sure I'm talking about the realities of making it because I have to do that, I feel like, to. Educate and talk about what's happening. But like yeah, as we get game, it. I, you though, know, though,
1: Rebecca the, Valentine did this great story on IGN the other day. You know, video game development's really, really hard. And, you know, we always try to, you know, make allowances for the fact, you know, people go, oh, why can't you just do this? Why can't you just do that? Why can't you just make the game brilliant and bring it out on time? Because you can't just do anything in video game development, right? Everything's really hard. And we get that. At the end of the day, though, you're either satisfied with the end product or you're not. And I'm very much looking at this from the outside here. And I don't play the wrestling games. It confuses me a little bit because in other areas, 2K, dominates right on the basketball side i think gamers are largely satisfied with what 2k has been delivering on on the nba side right that one's Um, always hard
0: because it seems like the game does really well, and it's it scores really well usually, and then you every year hear about them being mad about something and then the v- virtual currency and the whatever the hell it is, and I'm not into that one enough to be able to tell you, right?
1: Their new their new PGA game is very good. The the, re- the wrestling one, it, it seems weird to me, especially, I mean, we all remember the memes that went around last year right, with all the glitching, sure, the horrendous, yeah. like from the bowels of hell glitching that we saw. I mean, it was and like... See, like it, it, that's,
0: and that's the one where I feel like it's the biggest marred of the record, right? It's the biggest black streak, so it's hard to talk about. Oh, are they good stewards? I feel like it get it, What gets so difficult about it, right? Is that what? Who are they making the wrestling game for, Gary? I think that becomes the question, right? WWE is you know PG now, right? Like they they trend younger, and this is great. You know, I'm not trying to get in the way of that. So if it is that every year. There's a new batch of seven, eight, nine-year-olds getting into wrestling, 13-year-olds, whatever. There's new people getting into wrestling, and they go and they buy the wrestling game, and they pop in the wrestling game, and they don't know the 30 years of wrestling game history or whatever. Are they playing it being like, this is exactly what I want. Brock Lesnar looks like Brock Lesnar. I'm smashing the table the way I want. It's so awesome it's, to be able to throw somebody through Hell in a Cell. They I don't mean, understand I, that it's the same animation from Hell in a Cell from two years ago or whatever.
1: I, I got I gotta believe that with, with the wrestling in particular, like it's that those games have to cater to wrestling fans in particular. Right? Cause unlike say FIFA, where like maybe you maybe you don't like follow, you know, Premier League or um, La Liga or Serie A or MLS soccer, maybe you know, But you'll, you you will pick up FIFA and play it, right? Because yeah. you know, everyone knows soccer, right? It's it's just a global language. But like if you don't, like someone like me, if you don't follow WWE and you don't particularly know the difference between Brock Lesnar and John Cena, you ain't playing that fucking game. You like yeah. you've yeah. got to be interested in wrestling yeah. to play the wrestling game. And I think it's a it's a particular problem for companies like Two K when they they repeat they they have to satisfy people outside of their own company, right? There's a major licensor, right? Who's licensing this game out to them. We saw it a couple of years ago with Battlefront 2, right? EA made a pig's ear of the loot box stuff. And like, and now they're getting calls from Bob Iger because it's become a bigger, it's a bigger problem than just EA, right? It's embarrassing Disney and Lucasfilm, right? And so like, oh shit, we got to fix this. Like you, you've got to keep those people happy or you're going to fucking lose that license. And, you know, there are I can't think of many people in the business world that I would want to piss off more than Vince McMahon. You know, it's yeah. like, you got you, you got to keep these people happy. And I don't know if Vince McMahon is necessarily, you know, looking at these games or whatever person he's put in charge he's looking of at the that money. division. He's looking at the, he's looking, he's looking at the money. And, and again, as long as the money keeps coming in, I don't think he cares if the games are good or bad. But if you do care if the games are good or bad, and you believe in the in the essential theory that if you make better games, people will buy them. I If I if, I, if Vince McMahon put me in charge of, the, you know, licensing out the 2K, you know, sorry, the rest of the wrestling games to whomever, I would probably look at what 2K has done over the past, um, you know, the better part of a decade and go, I don't know. I think like it probably wouldn't hurt us to shop around and see if we could do better than this. You can't tell me this is the, as good as it gets. Maybe EA would do a better see, job. Maybe well, another think, company.
0: Of course, of course. And this is a fascinating conversation. But then the question I think becomes is, who could you give this game to that would then be able to run on a nine-month schedule? right that that would be the biggest thing is like i feel like again what you're talking about is is 100 correct in terms of like you know they put out battlegrounds right and battlegrounds had some good ideas but wasn't a good game by any stretch of the imagination and so it is this thing of well how many great games have there been well you know x y and z you go through and like oh i like 2k 19 for whatever reason uh but it's this idea of like even if they gave it to an ea even if they went with a ubisoft even if they just did internally right like that first game might be and awesome right i don't know why i of i sent for myself fucking awesome uh but then does the next one in nine months is that fucking awesome or are you just into the same treadmill cycle yeah here? and there's like, on?
1: there's only a handful of companies that can iterate on that kind of cycle which is you know and, and can afford the license right which is why there's only a handful of major major companies like ea and like 2K, that are in the the business of making sports games, right? Very few companies are at that level. So it's not like you know there, there will be a lot of suitors, right? You've got to be you got to be able to come correct with the licensing fee, which is going to be considerable, and you've got and you've got to demonstrate that you could deliver a triple A game on that kind of punishing, like you said, an annual schedule, right? Because it's 2K one, 2K two, 2K three, on and on it goes. You've got to be able to do that. So that, there's only a handful of companies that have those resources, but they are out there. I mean, let me ask you this: if you If because there's so few companies you can really like realistically point the finger at, if the news dropped yet tomorrow that EA is taking over WWE, do you think that would be good news?
0: I would have to wait and see. And it's not even my, it's not me saying, oh man, EA sucks. It's me going, I don't know. Like, I mean, did EA move the needle with UFC? Like, and they, like, they've shown with the NBA game, right? They won't put out a crap NBA game, which is good, but. The problem is I think anytime you spin up a wrestling game, your first ones are going to be, your first one's going to be bare bones. Now my hope of course is that the AEW game is the exception to the rule. You can go back from what two, I think the last two Fridays uh, episodes I've ranted about AEW and the fact that they have ukes, they have people from AKI, they have people that were the, like a lot of people I think were really uh, ingenious and underutilized. that I won't get into names of that worked on the WWE games, right? Like, I think they could have something special brewing there, but they could also have a very bare bones first release, but are they going to sit there and try to hold themselves to a standard of putting out every year? I yeah, don't think I so don't because AEW is smaller and they have a, you know, a smaller, uh, uh what, what is the success of them is not as big as what's the success of WWE. I, I don't,
1: you know, I hesitate to kind of, you know, try to opine on this too much. Cause I don't play, I don't know wrestling very well. I haven't watched wrestling since the nineties. I don't, um, play the wrestling games. I, I you know, I, I, when these games come out, they make enough of a, a, an impact that you hear about it, whether you want to or not. We all saw the glitches last year, right? We all saw the YouTube videos of those ridiculous, how badly broken that game shipped in a deeply unacceptable state. And now you've got another unacceptable situation where the game's going to come out in the same year as the as the year on the box. When does that ever happen, right? FIFA FIFA Twenty Two is coming out in, uh, next month it's 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 2021 that's how you do it it has the year ahead of it so the game or even at the end of its life cycle it still feels that's the whole reason why they do it right even at the end of fifa 22's life cycle it's going to be 2022 so it never feels like you're playing last year's game that's the whole point but so you don't you're not supposed you're not supposed to miss that window you're supposed to hit your ship dates and you're supposed to ship basically functional non-broken games for the last two years 2k have demonstrated they can't do that with this series so I, you know, I, I, I don't know how much longer this license is going on, but it doesn't take an expert to look at that to, to look at those facts. You're shipping broken games and you're shipping them late. To think, fuck, mate, this, this can't be this can't be the best option. There's got to, it, 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 surely it can <laughs> there's got to be this. a
0: better way than this. But the bar has
1: been set very, very low. Yeah,
0: it'll be interesting to see everybody as we hurdle towards uh, the March release date of WWE 2K22 and see if it's actually good or if it's actually bad. And then whenever the hell AEW is coming, but it can't come soon enough, I digress.
1: Number is, two. What, I Sorry, want, go, before we go on, I want to put you on the spot one more time. What is the best wrestling game?
0: I mean, I, I would say WWE No Mercy on the N64. WWF No Mercy on the N64. If you wanted to say WWF WrestleMania 2000, I wouldn't argue with you either because obviously they're very similar or whatever. I, of course, had the No Mercy cartridge glitch on N64 where it erased my p- progress, and it did that on three three separate cartridges where i had to keep going back to games or eb at the time and get a new cartridge and i'd bring it home and then i'd stay up all night and i would unlock all the stuff and then it would reset and when it reset that third time I walked in with the n64 all my gac put it down and i said i want to trade this in for a playstation never looked back
1: that's funny because in england it's, it's confusing because in england gac means cocaine so i like really? that version of it better yeah
0: well, You know what? I use GAC based on Nick Scarpino when we'd go out on IGN and things, and he'd be like, Get all the GAC, I'm gonna get all the GAC. And he meant all like the wires and Folsom's and things to make uh, his games or uh, to record video games. So it's possible Nick was making a cocaine reference that I'm now picked up, but I doubt it. I doubt that's what he was. Oh no, Nick seems it.
1: like he's probably done Coke, don't you think? And
0: 64 Wrestling was the best, and that's why I can't wait for uh, see what AEW's got up their sleeve. So let's see, anyways. Number two on the Roper Report.
1: Uh, EA is making
0: Apex Legends Ping System and other accessibility patents free to use. This is Kenneth Shepard over at Fanbyte. In an effort to make accessibility features more well-accessible, EA is opening up five of its game, pa- game development patents uh, so other developers can use them in their own games. In a post on its official site, the company says it's allowing other developers to use these features royalty-free so as to help create a more inclusive video game industry. Of the five patents, uh, the one that most people will be likely... The one that most people will likely be readily aware of is the ping system seen in Apex Legends, which allows players to highlight things of interest to teammates with the push of a button. Also included are automated image processing uh, to help those with colorblindness and tech that generates audio for those with hearing problems. Good news, Gary. You know what I mean?
1: Good news for a change. I think, yes, yes, Absolutely. I was going to say,
0: what do you think? <laughs> what do you have to add on this? It's <laughs> a,
1: you mean, know, it's so, nice, so, Yes. But, no, So sometimes sometimes these things are just self-evident. What are you going to say? No, that's not good news. It's good news.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly, right. I think it is great news. and It's nice to see EA do that. And, you know, like how much money are they going to make on that patent that they really want to keep that locked in, right? Right. Correct me if you I don't know. This seems like something you would know. It definitely seems like something Kevin would know. Which company invented seatbelts or whatever and invented the crossover seatbelt and then just made the never patented? It? They're like, everybody take this. This is going to save lives. That's a good way to do it.
3: Uh, yes.
0: Gary, we need what to else? invent something and then patent it, but then make money off of it. Like, with nothing life-saving, we're not going to make a vaccine or something. What's you know the know point?
1: You? If you're not making money, exactly,
2: you're not exactly. getting paid to get in play. I looked it up, Greg. It was Volvo.
1: Thank you. Yeah, good job. I, I, I don't have
2: that offhand knowledge that Kevin would absolutely had, so I did some research. You I was know thinking what? about it Volvo the other
1: it. day because I was I was I I happened to re-watch that commercial where Jean, Jean-Claude Van Damme did the... Uh, did the splits between those two trucks? Remember that? Brilliant. I do remember
0: that. But did he really do it that time? Because he's old now, right? It looks. No, that he looked really
1: like... did it. There's a whole behind the scenes video about how they shot it. Like it was all legit. It's all in camera. No visual effects
0: uh let's get to number three here on the roper report it's about the destiny stuff that is happening like i said there's a destiny uh thing going on right now for the old witch or something like that i'm kidding around i'm kidding around It's the witch queen expansion uh however i am looking off of everybody's got their live streams going right now i am on paul tassi from forbes's twitter who's doing a live uh update of it and he hasn't given out the actual like Probably because they haven't said anything about like the actual like dates and stuff. So I'm going to read from Gamespot Eddie, where it looks like Destiny stuff leaked before this event, but maybe it's live now, and I can confirm it at some point. But I'm going to read over here. A PlayStation Store listing for Destiny 2's new Witch Queen expansion has seemingly spoiled Bungie's big surprise announcement today ahead of the big Witch Queen showcase event. A listing for the expansion was published on the Australian PlayStation Store, and it reveals the release date, new gameplay information, and pre-order bonuses, among other things. True Trophies viewed the listing and has all the details. The release date is going to be February 22, 2022, or 2 22 according to the leak. The date shown in the listing is actually February 23rd, which some remarked was odd because that's a Wednesday when Destiny 2 normally updates on Tuesdays, but this could be due to the fact that it's an Australian listing. The listing also reveals Witch Queen's setting, Savanthon's Throne World. Uh, The page also mentions how the expansion will take players into Savanthon's Throne Room World to uncover the mystery of how she and her loosened hives stole the light a new weapon type the glaive is also coming to destiny 2 and witch queen apparently this weapon is capable of delivering quote powerful melee combos projectile attacks and deployable energy shield end quote a new weapon crafting system is coming too, according to the leak as for the pre-order bonuses these are apparently include the throne world exotic ghost shell uh enigma exotic emote and a new emblem the leak is based on the witch queen's deluxe edition so keep that in mind tell me the the name of the planet again uh greg that's easy. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know if it's, you know, is it a whole, it's, it's a, thr- oh, it's a world game. It's a Savafuns <laughs> throne world, everyone. Savathons, you know what I mean? Whenever I'm up there, pew, 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 shooting around the moon, going to Mars, picking up some Mgrams, I'm, I'm always, I'm Jones jonesing to go to Savathons throne room, you know?
2: One more time for me, Greg.
0: Savathons gro- throne you. room, Thank you know you. what I mean?
2: I, I'm making you say it over and over again, just to make chat really mad.
0: Oh, the chat's super pissed. Yeah. They're saying, S-A-V-A-T-H-O-N. But to that, how can you not awesome? know that?
1: You call there's yourself cl- a fucking gamer? You should done. be in Paris.
0: We brought <laughs> in everybody. Please welcome. Uh, he's about to, he's probably right now backstage at the Xbox Gamescom conference getting ready. Uh, the Xcast Paris Lily. Hello, Paris.
3: Hey, you know, I, I literally told Xbox, I told Phil, we got to hold on just a second. I got to jump into kind of funny daily because I hear you talking about destiny and I know both of you are destiny noobs. So I just want to say sir.
0: I have the platinum in destiny too. I'm
3: not a noob. I played it quite a bit. I just didn't go back. <laughs> That's my point. I'm I'm still an OG. I still play. But my point is I, I just watched the, the whole witch queen thing. And I, I just want to say it's year seven. And this is probably the best that Destiny has ever been. All the content that's coming, all the changes that they're going to do for the Witch Queen, it's like I'm just as excited now as I was back in 2014. So credit to Bungie and just oh, everything yeah. that they've, they've done to stay. Look, it's a roller coaster. Not everything's going to be perfect, but they've stayed on the path and they've continued to invest in this game. And I think we're about to see this culmination in February 2022 with the Witch Queen, where they have a plan, they have a roadmap, they have content that hardcore people like me care about. The fact that we're going to have a dungeon or a raid every three months to be able to do. Um, the way that they've evolved the story with the seasons where we're seeing, you know, there, there's the wef- weapon crafting now. You know, you got transmog with the armor. Just all these things are doing. They're really starting to push Destiny towards being an MMORPG, which for people like me, this is all I've ever wanted.
1: I I, so, I gotta say I'm not a destiny expert anymore. Again, I played it quite a bit when it first came out, but I haven't played it in years. Uh, so I don't I, I don't know what they've done recently or how they're doing it. I again I just know that from just from the what I'm seeing from the outside looking in, Bungie like the fact the fact that like they're seven years in and the game is still relevant and still going strong as paris is saying arguably better than it's ever been it does seem like bungie whatever it is they're doing they are showing they are laying down a roadmap like a, this is how you do it guys for every like division anthem you know game as a service wannabe that's out there bungie seem like they've as close as you're going to get in this very difficult genre to cr- to crack to cracking how you keep a game relevant over multiple years
0: Yeah, I think that's the, you know, we were we're having, I'm having a a laugh, obviously, because it's one of those where I don't even think you can come in and act. Gary and I couldn't, we never would we want to act like we understand where Destiny's at right now and what people want from it. So I was going to deliver the news for sure. But if you want to dial it back, Paris, your point of like, it's, fucking incredible what they've done and you know what I mean. Like we that- had a great conversation where on um, we have cool friends right uh geez it was still the studio so it must have been 2019 2018 uh or 2019 2019 where luke smith came on and talked about everything and the fact that it's been able to go like this the fact it's still going that it had so many people watching it today well one of paul tassi's tweets was uh from 31 minutes ago paul tassi from forbes of course 20 million new guardians since the activision split that's since amazing. the activision and not life to date since they broke up with activision that's crazy.
1: You, I, I got to say, Greg, because I know you're a fan. This has got to make you excited for where Avengers is going to be in seven years, right?
0: 100%. <laughs> and it's one of those things as it shows that, you know, like, you know, in the same way you and I are waking up today, Gary, and going, man, Destiny, maybe we should give that another look. Eventually, Paris is going to do that with Avengers. He's going to look at it and go, you know what? That's what I should be playing
1: right now. And you Greg's know, playing the long game on Avengers. He's like, it's just you wait. Give it five more years, and Avengers is going to prove you all, we'll all right.
0: Well, three more heroes by then. No, Spider-Man will still be waiting
1: for. Well, three yeah, different still heroes. Wait for, still we'll waiting Spider-Man all? PlayStation exclusive. What
0: in Paris? Tom, gonna Tom Holland's
1: gonna be in a fucking walking around with it in, on a fucking walker
3: with little tennis oh, balls I, on I, the bottom. Doing so Gary, we don't know work. what we're saying. <laughs> no, I was just simply gonna say if if Square makes that commitment, the same as Bungie has done to Avengers, absolutely, it can be there. You're already starting to see that with the Wakanda content. They just sure. They just have to commit to it and give people a reason to want to jump in and play and engage with that content. And people like myself, I'll give it a shot. Why not? Narrator. They won't.
0: Uh, back to Destiny 2, though. So you're happy with this. This is this, this is what you wanted from this today, uh, Paris?
3: Yeah, I'm very happy with this. This is exactly what I wanted because, like, like I said, they're giving us content that longtime Destiny fans care about. They're giving an entry point for new people to be able to jump in. And yeah, man, I mean, like I said, it's year seven going into year eight. It's crazy that I, I still play this game the way I do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for boys So, so
1: Paris, do me a favor. Just break, like, real real quick, just break it down to, for someone like me and, and presumably Greg, who, like, hasn't played Destiny a long time, doesn't know kind of what the current state of the game is. Like, what, what's the single biggest headline out of today in terms of what they've
3: announced? We're, we're we're getting Sabathun, who is the witch queen. She is the brother of Oryx, who is was the Taken King that we took out in 2015 during um you know king's fall that raid and that whole thing right so of this course. has been this slow build-up to this story-wise where sabathun has now re-emerged and she's now taken our light and using it against us in this war and now we have the darkness we can go so there's going to be all this crazy shit that's going to be happening over so the. I know, I, know, I, know, I, know, greg, I know greg
1: and i have been very excited about the about the long-awaited return of sabathun been stoked
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're, a
0: real question a real question uh Paris, like obviously, Destiny's gunplay and gameplay overall is great. Does the story do it for you too? Like, does all? Are you really excited for that? Have you been waiting for this? It's
3: gotten there. That was one of their biggest weak points over the years was, was storytelling. And I would say in the last couple of years, they've gotten really good at it. These past few seasons has been very tight with the, you can tell they're leading up to something. So you're, you're seeing the bill and now Marisov is coming here in this season and season of the loss, which is kind of the prologue to the witch queen. So yeah, it's actually pretty exciting. I think they've done a great job the past few years, really crafting the story and getting people to actually care about it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Paris. Please go get ready for the Xbox uh, conference. We'll see you soon.
3: All right. Appreciate it. Thank Anytime.
0: you. Uh, Wait, I'm Paris, you still here? Yep. I also said you were very excited about this, but I saw you were very upset about one thing in the chat. Gaming ga- gaming, OB2 said, Terrace is the Kool Aid man of kind of funny. And you yeah, responded
3: yeah. in chat and said, I am not the Kool Aid man. Yeah, I am not the Kool Aid man. I'm allowed to be excited about things, but I can be critical about them too. I learned. Oh, from the no, best. no, 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 I no, no, from no, no. no! the best Gary Witter. He taught me everything I know. Oh, no, 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 right.
0: no, no. I don't think he means uh, Kool Aid man and like that you're like a sellout. You're only. Pr- I think he means you just burst through the wall as the game Oh, stadium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh <wow>.
3: I, totally <laughs> I think he meant it as a compliment, which I. <laughs> I yeah, I, get, get, I love the fact yeah, that, that we're that talking
0: totally, about bungee oh yeah totally,
1: Paris that could, totally here. Be, that could totally be read either way i get it no, oh that's been, hilarious he a positive
0: he's a kind of funny best friend don't worry about that all, all right, right paris well, go get ready we love you let me go do xbox stuff see you guys later bye uh while paris leaves let us figure out how i don't know whatever we're, gonna, we're running out of time and we got ads ladies and gentlemen you don't get the ads if you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games but you're not there so let's hear a word from our sponsor
2: this episode is brought to you by Away. Whether it's just a trip to the grocery store, a weekend away, or an extended stay with your friends or family, we're all stuck navigating the current weirdness of travel. But no matter what you're up to, Away's suitcases, bags, and accessories all come in a variety of colors, sizes, and materials to always have your back. I've been a huge fan of Away forever. It's all I travel with. It's my favorite luggage. Uh, once you get it, it transforms your life, transforms your travels experience. So high quality, so beautiful, so aesthetically pleasing. Just a big fan overall. Every suitcase comes with a fancy schmancy interior organization system with a compression pad to help you fit more in which i've had to do many many times away suitcases also come with the smoothest rolling reels i've ever seen on a suitcase honestly it's fun to just roll it around because it is so smooth a tsa approved combination lock a laundry bag it's literally everything you'll need in a suitcase and more start your 100 day trial and shop the entire away lineup of travel essentials including their best-selling suitcases at awaytravelcom kfgd that's away travel.com slash KFG d next up shout out to amazon music amazon music has more than 10 million free podcast episodes to listen to including this show and all of the kind of funny shows go check them out Uh, but it's not just for listening to podcasts amazon music has thousands of music stations and top playlists to stream for free no matter what you're listening to you can go hands-free with alexa you can get the app and enjoy free listening anywhere on any device there's no credit card or subscription required um amazon music's great i've been i've been using it for a while love listening to the podcasts if you've never tried amazon music what are you waiting for you're gonna love it as much as we do start listening for free today head over to amazon.com slash kfgd that's amazon.com slash kfgd to stream thousands of music stations and over 10 million podcast episodes for free amazon.com slash G D, And finally, shout out to DoorDash. Did you forget that one thing at the store? Now you can get snacks, drinks, household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. Dinner? Check. Deorder it? Check. Morning pick-me-up from Dunkin? Check. Get everything you need whenever you need it with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants you love right now and right to your door. I love DoorDash. I've been using it forever, especially uh, during this whole situation we're in, and it's been fantastic. Not needing to worry, not needing to go out places, just boom restaurant food, Brian brought right to me. Me and Gia having a great time eating it. For a limited time, you guys can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on the first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code GAMES2021. Uh, for Canadian listeners, use code GAMESCA. That's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees in your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code GAMES2021 in the US and GAMESCA in Canada. Don't forget, that's code GAMES2021 or games games CA for 25% off your first order with DoorDash subject to change terms apply.
0: Number four on the Rope Report. Wake up, Joey Noel. Stardew Valley is now an eSport. We go to GameSpot where James Carr writes, Eric Baroni, the creator of Stardew Valley, has announced the official Stardew Valley Cup, creating an eSports competition for the farming simulator. On Twitter, Baroni announced that the competition would consist of four teams of four, each featuring different streamers and speedrunners. Teams will compete to see who can earn the most points by completing different challenges in-game. The winner will take home $40,000 worth of prize money Baroni is holding the competition in collaboration with zach unsurpassable z hartman a stardew valley content creator in an announcement video hartman described the 100 challenges that teams will be aiming to complete in the three-hour time span all starting on a beach farm the challenges range from completing uh, the different rooms in the community center to reaching the lowest level of the mines each challenge is worth a different amount of points based on how difficult it is to complete Hartman said the teams will have two weeks to make a game plan ahead of the competition. However, Hartman will introduce hidden challenges during the Cup to entice competitors to abandon their plans. The event will take place on Hartman's Twitch channel on September 4th at 9 a.m. Pacific time, where he and Baroni will be commentating on the event, but all the individual competitors will be streaming their own viewpoints. The competition will last three hours of real time, and there is no limit on how many in-game days the players can go through. The $40,000 prize provided by Baroni will be split between the four teams, with the winning team each getting 28000 dollars to split between the four members. Gary, are you excited for Joey Noel to move on from Kind of Funny finally? Like, I feel I like this noticed, is really their calling.
1: I just had the opportunity to notice there, by the way, that when you're reading a story, Porty and I have much the same facial expression.
0: Just drifting, just drifting. Yeah,
1: just like yeah, just like staring into what are we going to eat? Thousand yards into the just distance for lunch? <laughs> yeah, thinking about my, my, where my next snack is coming from. <laughs> is there something on the floor I can eat? Um, <clears throat> I wasn't, I, you know, it's funny as you're talking about, I'm kind of formulating like, what's what's my, what's my, you know, hot, hot take, take clip worthy response going to be? And I was thinking, ah, oh, I could do like a rant about how esports are silly and the fact that Stardew Valley is now in esports just kind of highlights how silly the whole esports concept is. But you know what? That's fuck all that. Like, I. I have a very old man. I have a very grumpy old man attitude towards esports, which is well documented. But at the end of the day, I can, I'm going to tell you, you know how I'm always telling like people and thing companies to fuck off. I'm going to tell myself to fuck off, fuck off, Gary, stop being a grumpy old man. Stop being a hater. Don't who are you to tell people how they should have fun and what they exactly. enjoy. If people enjoy playing Stardew Valley and if they enjoy playing it competitively, fucking go with God, go have fun. Fucking knock, knock that shit out of the park. Joey, you know you can do it. You know there are greener pastures than kind of funny out there where you'll be better appreciated, earn more money, and generally achieve all the fame and adulation hear, you seriously hear. deserve. So fucking go for it, I say. Just don't, just don't forget where you came from. You know, when you're up there on that Stardew Valley uh, tournament stage lifting the giant bronze golden cow or whatever it is they give you when you win a Stardew Valley Uh, esports tournament just you know just remember you know give a little shout out for greg and the and the the boys who uh you know were were such an
2: important part of your origin story but
3: also don't leave us because then we'll fall apart (laughs) it's true it's also true yeah
2: yeah all
0: right gary here i have one more news story and i think this one might be more to your liking number five on the roper report gary wake up your wife assassin's creed odyssey is getting a 60 frames per second patch this is from assassin's creed twitter missing ancient greece a new title update for assassin's creed odyssey will be deployed on august 24th that's today adding 60 frames per second support when running the game on xbox series x slash s in playstation 5 through backwards compatibility hashtag assassin even on speed. the s that's impressive let's fucking go as you know barrett courtney of course did assassin's creed in review and assassin's creed odyssey universally the best assassin's creed in the world uh, we've all I, I
2: definitely that's not reflected in the assassin's creed in review man.
0: well it's what me and gary's wife think
2: so it's true to us <laughs> it's definitely on we were just we were, just, we were
1: just talking about this last night when we were playing aliens uh, kevin uh was i think it was either you or kevin we were talking about assassin's creed no, no, kevin asked me like what because Leah was on the, she was going kind of on speakerphone or Discord sure. as we were playing, and um, you know we the, the official word came down that she likes Assassin's Creed Valhalla very much, but Odyssey is still her favorite. So that sixty frame uh, update would actually be a nice update for her. We need to go back. I need to go back and see if there's any if there's been any new story content or DLC because she well, maxed your that game out. It. Yeah, I mean she, I mean it. she, she drained every ounce of content out of that game. I don't know, like 350, 400 hours. In that game, I think she's got before she moved on to Valhalla. Beginning um, of the year, you
0: know, I was I was uh, Jones in first Assassin's Creed, and I went back and I started. I played through some of the uh, stuff I had missed, but there's still so much more. I think it's still on my. Uh, external playstation 4 hard drive uh for the ps5 but if it's not it's getting downloaded again so that when i'm ready i can go back in there and just you know you know you know how much i you
1: know how much i love um you know i I, how i always talk about i prioritize frame rate over resolution anytime a game gets a 60 frame update i like to go back and take a look because to me it really is night and day different that buttery smoothness you get with 60 frames beautiful
2: okay
0: gary Well, first off, Andy, you showed up. You don't have anything to say about Assassin's Creed, right? You're just coming in here for the Xbox showcase.
2: Oh, don't get
0: me started on Assassin's Creed, everyone. That's my man. Uh, I'm excited one day when we have more time to hear uh, from Andy about his Assassin's Creed Odyssey love, Gary. But that day is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate,
1: say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? Since Andy Cortez is here, the official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games daily
2: show hosts each and every weekday. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: God,
2: I feel so special right now. That was amazing here. <laughs> Out today, this week, Uh, Red
0: Dead Online players will be getting their hands dirty with blood money contracts that will reward double XP. While an offer for 30% off an ability card upgrade awaits those who complete any contract in full, then Hoa is out on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. King's Bounty 2 is on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Aliens Fire Team Elite Gary Widow's Game of the Year is out on PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and PC. Sniper Ghost Warrior contracts 2 is on ps5 uh mickey storm and the cursed mask is on switch and then metal dogs is on pc new dates for you tactical combat department is coming to steam october 14th and minecraft dungeons makes its way to steam on september 22nd we of course Ask people to support the show if they like the show over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, where you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad free. You can usually get it with the post show. Obviously, we're running right into an Xbox conference right after this. Uh, but you can also squad up. This is where you give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Alex Price needs help in Aliens Fire Team Elite. Hello, kind just funny, came best out. Friend well he's ready he's ready to roll hello kind of funny best friends i'm looking for some fellow colonial marines and aliens fire team elite to help me hunt some bugs why should you help alex alex writes i'm good at those video games he says video games one word though which is a no-no for greg but it doesn't matter if you want to play with alex on playstation 4 hit up pure chaos it is pure chaos it's he's all intercapping it but it doesn't matter pure chaos 72 Pure chaos just to uh, just
1: just to editorialize one last time, real quick, on Aliens Fire Team Elite, which I am enjoying a lot. This the, sure. that that particular squad up is, I it, it feels very relevant to me because after you and Kevin and Snowbike all logged off last night, and I wanted to play some more, I thought like, maybe I can find some pickups to play with game doesn't support it you can only play with people on your friends list you can't really? just, you, you, well, yeah there's no match there's no, no matchmaking? if i'm missing it i mean i went all through the menus there's no matchmaking. nitro rifle found.
0: andy cortez you played with blessing and alana pierce last night that's up on your youtube channel now if people want to check it out uh first off do you like it do you like aliens uh Team elite
2: oh yeah i had a lot of fun when you me and nick played it for that pre-release uh sort of party mode or whatever and then yeah, i like, okay. enjoyed it equally last night it's, it's are you difficult. playing on pc andy on steam I'm playing on PC, correct. Yeah, yeah
1: that's so that's so I, I I've been playing on Xbox, but I just picked up the Steam version today. If you wanna if you wanna squat up, let me know. I'll i am really enjoying it.
2: Gary, I'm so down and it runs so buttery smooth when it's oh, not crashing. Beautiful. It crashes a lot. <laughs> let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, so we, we're, we're having some problems last night. We were having some network
1: problems last night. I'm I'm bumped. It doesn't crash on
2: crash crash on Xbox. I'm Whenever it, it I would all tab. alt tabbing out and big no no okay well here's uh, the thing okay. we can keep
0: talking about this while barrett the stream, sets is, the stream the is lament we can keep doing this while barrett sets up for the thing so let me wind down this show all right <laughs> okay. ladies and gentlemen if you didn't know this has been tim turn off your fucking camera <laughs> you son of a bitch god damn ladies and gentlemen this has been kind of funny games daily uh, remember of course we ask for your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free you can write into people, t- andy turn off your fucking camera my you, oh my god you people you know what I mean? You can go over to Patreon.com or you can write in and you can do the show and you can do the thing out for anything. You. you can watch it live on twitch.tv slash kinda funny games. You can watch it later, youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh you can watch it live as you record at twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Uh tomorrow it's gonna be Janet and Andy, because we'll be getting ready for opening night live. It's another big day of reaction live content. Thursday, me and Tim. Friday, me and Blessing. Uh like I said, no post show today because we're going right into the Xbox uh Gamescom showcase. You can catch our live reactions later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, along with the post show XCast recap of everything that happened. Uh, uh, if you want to watch live with us and you're on a, with Twitch right now, just stay here on Twitch. Uh, Bear's going to build live on Twitch. But until next time, it's been a pleasure to serve you.